Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of uh, Those Muckrakers. We are the Shouty Radio people. We uh, are coming to you live from the uh, white privilege bunker uh, wrapped in our privilege blankets. The uh, white privilege power station in New York. <laughs> we are the uh, we are the cisgendered uh, George Cis- Soros paid liberal cuck nightmares. I don't know what other. Uh, cis heteropatriarchy cucks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. liberals. <laughs> I do, I do like that we're like liberal Neanderthals. Like me, liberal. Me pay me into liberal. welfare programs that benefit whole tribe. Me throwback. Fire and Trump bad. <laughs> Giving money to corporations good. Well, see now we'd be <laughs> off message. See that's a that's a that's a conservative throwback. Liberal throwbacks uh, yes. to the '90s would be like you know healthcare good. You know, pot good. <laughs> so yeah, Get that's Pete who we are. Circle nice. I'm uh I'm Pete, and I'm Pat. And uh man, like today I feel like we're just gonna hammer on immigration. That's, yeah, I mean, the president's already had his term to just hammer away at immigrants and uh, destroy thousands of families. I mean, Jesus, even if they were all reunited tomorrow, the emotional toll on the, what is it, 3,000-odd children that were ripped away from their families? Well, I've never... by the way, they are, there's, I told you last week, there's no system in place to reunite them. So let's let's give the facts at the top real quick. Um, So if if you have never listened to this podcast, which is a real possibility... Uh, if you're not one of our 14 diehard listeners. Uh, so it started out, um, and I'm very excited about this because I have a Jeff Sessions impression for you. Um, it started out... Oh, yeah, you, you were hyping that earlier oh, today. Oh, this I'm so excited about this. It started out, this administration said they were going to start cracking down with a zero-tolerance policy on immigration, um, meaning that even though there are laws on the books about like you know detaining immigrants, they weren't really enforced. Um, the Obama administration... Uh, gr- like really deported a lot of people, and it was it was a, it was really an unfair system, and it was one of my big and, problems with the Obama administration. And a lot of conservatives have said, you know, why didn't you uh, talk about Obama and all of his de- deplorable? Because I didn't have it's a like podcast we, back then, asshole. Right, but I mean, since people can go back and listen to the first couple episodes of this very podcast, we did like episode one, yeah. two, three. We talked about Obama's immigration policies being pretty awful. Yeah, like we we've always been talking about this for as long as we've had this podcast. So basically, twenty one episodes, and it's of what it. Trump does with everything with his administration is he comes in, he comes in, he sees a problem, and he goes, "Ew, how could I make this so much worse?" And then like proceeds to make it worse, right? Yes. Um, so you can go back and listen to the clips. Now this was my favorite thing. So I heard it on the radio, and I think I got I got a Jeff session. So he goes, uh, <clears throat> he goes, uh, okay, look, if you come over here and you bring children, they will be detained. And like I'm listening to sessions, and I'm like, oh my god, I can hear I can hear the monologue in, in Jeff's head. And he's like, listen, if you are black or Latino, <laughs> chances are you will be detained. If you have a dark tan and we suspect you of being black or Latino, you will be detained and the law will be enforced. You might be detained. I mean, it's not like a perfect sessions, but it is like his whole like you will be detained. He's like a yeah, he's like a like a like an evil Jeff Foxworthy. And then he gives this impish little smile of I'm go- I can't believe I'm getting away with it all, y'all. 
Yeah, so yeah, so that basically the whole the, the zero tolerance. Okay, just a little side note on zero tolerance policies. Zero tolerance policies are stupid and do not work because every situation is different. And if you eliminate nuance, it doesn't make any sense. That's why, like, schools. And, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and also uh, crossing the border without a permit is a, a misdemeanor at worst, and that's what these people were doing. So for a misdemeanor, they're having their children taken away right, from them right, forever. Right. So a lot of like, the arguments. That's like if you were. I mean, why don't we just say from now on, jaywalking is you're publicly hung and flogged. Right? If you jaywalk, you will be publicly hung and flogged. But only if you are black and Latino. If you are black and Latino. If uh, 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 if now, you are white, go on with your day, sir. Now, 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 if you are white, it is all right. But if you are not white, <laughs> you will be detained. Like, that's his whole, like... Um, so the problem with zero tolerance policies is the reason that we have a court of law and we have judges and a jury uh, and we have sentencing is the idea is, like, you have to be convicted yeah. of a crime and then the judge and like you know the jury or whatever then they have to make a determination on like what is the punishment that's why there is a a maximum and like minimum sort of punishment guidelines that you choose between right, right. um because zero tolerance doesn't work so the idea that like if you are even looking at the american border you will be detained like that doesn't work like, also, uh, a lot of the people crossing were refugees and asylum seekers. So yeah. that's a case of where, like, if your house is on fire and you jump out your window and into your neighbor's yard, that's not considered trespassing if it's extenuating circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what the immigration courts are for. Um, but the problem is, like, you we know... We currently have deplorables running them, and Jeff well, Sessions is trying to set precedence that all even, people are turned away. Even Yeah, but even that, like, if you just increase the capacity... Because the other problem, too, is we're seeing... Because of what's happening in like South America and Central America and a lot of these countries, um, you're seeing a humanitarian crisis. So you have a ton of people fleeing. You have a ton of unaccompanied minors fleeing. So it's not a like uh, as Trump said the other day, like if we don't crack down, there's gonna be a run on our border like you've never seen before. Like um, the point is, what he's referring he gets, to is a humanitarian he gets crisis. His, um... He gets his foreign policy from Taco Bell commercials. I saw it the other day. There was a run on the border. Yeah, there will be little chihuahuas everywhere, <laughs> and they will they will say they will speak Spanish. And um, yeah, like, but the the point is like there's it shouldn't be a zero. It should be treated like a refugee crisis. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Yeah, like you know, fucking. Here's, of course, right huh? now we were turning we were already turning away refugees from Yemen forever. Yeah, well, so, and, and the I thing mean, is Syria. As part of the as part of the fucking uh, as part of the United States uh, uh, joining the United Nations, part of that was we all agreed that like, uh, listen, if um, if somebody is a refugee uh, or somebody is fleeing like persecution, uh, you got to let them in their country and give them a fair trial. You know, give Glad them. I mentioned that because uh, we're out now. Oh yeah, 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 uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of the uh, United Nations. Um, what was the specific term? Uh, hold on, it's in my document. It is the the, the uh, Council on Human Rights. Uh, something like that. Uh, withdrawal. The U.S. just withdrew from the UN Human Rights Council. Right. So we're the only one to voluntarily withdraw from that because most people are like, yeah. "What? We're not hurting him that much." What? You know, there is, uh, there is another big country that's also not a part of it. Soviet Russia. 
Russia. Yeah, yes, exactly. Right. What? His arm broke itself. It's not my fault. He cannot stand electrodes on balls. <laughs> like, yeah. Ah! Sorry, my uh, my cat just attacked me. Um, uh, I thought you were doing like your impression of electrodes on balls. Uh, well, when a when a little cat like jumps up on your balls with his claws, I feel like it's somewhat <laughs> of a similar thing. Uh, but yeah, so we're out of that now. Um, yeah, it's just like, yeah. Uh, so, but, but you know what? What America needs is, what? um, like Trump says, that whenever I talk, I need for my people to just sit up and listen. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that last sit, time. Like... Sit up and take notice. Yes, but since last time, he's actually said it even more on Fox News. Uh, when uh, Fox and Friends came to the White House lawn, he's saying it publicly now. And whenever he keeps repeating himself, it's going to be just like Space Force. He'll talk about it for a bit, sort of floating the idea. And if there's no major pushback, he'll just go for it with his uh, new policy. Well, me being in the so he's well me being so. So we gotta watch this. Me being the alarmist that I am, um, and also I don't know, I'm, I'm worried. Can you hear Poe purring into the microphone? Because he's on the back of my head now. Uh, no, I can't. Poe being my cat and son. Um, all right. Well, hopefully the uh, the audience doesn't hear the little motor inside his throat. Um, but uh, yeah. So the, here's the thing that scares me about the space force. And people keep doing this. They keep treating Trump like it's a joke. Like it's like, oh, he wants to create a space God force. Damn it. Ha 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 ha. I'm like, you know what a space force kind of is? Uh, uh what's that? A, a private army. <laughs> you think that's his um ultimate goal to create a private army and just call it space force so that he can be assembling something without anyone noticing? Well, think about it. That's um, possible. Yes, he's so he's creating a private army. Uh, and uh, basically, a new branch of the military with no defined job except domination of space. So, if I was a dictator, oh yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let's totally add another branch to the military. Uh, you know, with no with no constitutional definition on who runs it or what they can do. On the other hand, I don't think he's uh, that smart, right? Like that would be something I'd be worried about if it was Doctor Evil in charge or a competent person in charge. Even uh, if Putin himself was, oh, that's right, Putin does kind of lead us. Maybe he's given Trump the marching orders, and if Trump just follows everything on the list, then at the end of it, he has his private army. Well, it's the, like what I have, what now? Oh, good. Well, the problem is, like, even idea. incredibly incompetent people throughout history have managed to do a lot of damage being in power at the wrong time. Well, yeah, and that's um, <clears throat> that's the thing about Trump is that he is in power at the wrong time because right now is whenever we should be getting ready to make sure we maintain our influence of the world in 50 years' time, right? Because the world is changing so much that we need to move with it. It's changing not only so much but so fast, and China's going to get out ahead of us, and they are going to be the most influential people in the world, which, you know, it wouldn't be that bad, except they've already got a president for life, so that's going to be the world's president for life in 50 years. Yeah. Maybe um, even the same guy, if he lives that long. Well, you know, at the rate that they're expanding technology, maybe. Possibly. Just maybe. But just know that if you are Chinese, you will be detained. <laughs> Uh, so uh, there are some some good bits of the good bits in the news. Is this the mostly is, that? Uh, is this the Bob at, Dole trivia that we talked about? Not quite yet. I was going to say, as we sit here talking right now, guess who's in solitary confinement? Uh, wait, is it Manafort? It's Manafort. Why is Manafort in solitaire? You know, I don't know. I just know that he is in solitaire or sol solitude, and. His uh, his lawyers are arguing that that runs against his um, human rights. It's uh, it's uh, not humanitarian to be keeping him in a small cage alone like that. 
Well, I mean, we've been arguing for years. Uh, but that... it's also not safe because the Russians might try to kill him if uh, he's just out in the general populace. Oh, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. That's a, if that's anyone totally... out there... Yeah. If anyone out there is, like, a Russian agent in the jail, in the prison system just waiting for Manafort to show up. You know, that would, well, I mean, they don't even have to be Russian. They just have to... All the Russians would have to do is contact a gang that has a large presence uh, yeah. in that fucking... Um, jail and then fucking night night Manafort is Manafort stupid like why would you be arguing to go out in general population if there's a very good chance that like you oh could... no they're they're trying to uh, get him out of jail altogether oh so they're like it's not fair to keep him in solitary he should be out of jail well you had your chance Paul and you tried to witness tamper in a, the dumbest way possible yeah was yeah, so uh, he's never seeing the light of day was it him. was he it is... Paul Manafort a, a uh, political operative he was the Trump campaign manager no but one i mean three but i mean before that like he was he was in the know like he made shady deals and stuff right uh, yeah yeah shit tons of them why is He's he been so forever why? like he made deals with turkey with uh russia yeah. why is he so bad at it uh because you know i don't know i don't know how he managed to get away with it for so long and i think it's just because he had a lot of money so he was able to uh always use that money to shield himself. You think he just, like, got older and was like, ah, why am I trying so hard? And now he's like, that's why I was trying so hard. I mean, he also went into business with the wrong guy, President Dipshit here. Yellen Witch Hunt as uh, Roger Stone's oh, about to go to prison. So you, you bring up a really good point um, that I want to talk about very quickly, and it's the use of All the right. word witch hunt. Okay. There was a guy, he was a Republican, I don't remember what he did, but he was in, um, it was, I believe it was Long Island, uh, New York. Uh, he was convicted of like uh, tax evasion and tax fraud and a bunch of other stuff. Went to jail, like served like his time in a federal penitentiary. He came back and he's running again. And so he's, you know, he's running after I've gone to jail. And he's, he's, his argument is that like, it was a political witch hunt. And I'm like, no. It's not a witch hunt. If you're convicted of a crime, you did. Yeah, I mean, Trump supporters keep saying witch hunt, witch hunt, because, you know, their fascist fear says it. Yeah. But this is a witch hunt that's unveiled a lot of witches. A lot of people yeah. have pled guilty. That was the whole there point. There are people in jail right now. Nobody in the it's, Salem uh, witch trials, to our knowledge, were actual witches. They were right. people that had ergot poisoning. That's the whole point. Like, that's like McCarthy's, the whole McCarthy era uh, thing is... Because we were we were we were convicting people of being communists who were not communists, right? But I mean, if you point this out to his supporters, they'll just move the they'll just move the the goalpost and say, well, you know, nothing has been you know lo or nothing's happened to Trump yet, right? He still hasn't been convicted of anything, so. Well, so God. even if he was you, they wouldn't believe it. They'd be like, "Well, there wasn't, you know, definitive proof. There was, well, you know, that here, one argument Fox News made or something." I say, like, "Well, here's hoping." Um, but yeah, like, yeah. you don't get to cry witch hunt if you were convicted. Like, that's not. That's like, I just, I'm, a, I'm more annoyed at the grammatical, like, improper use of the word witch hunt. A witch hunt is a basically a. Uh, a a like convictions on zero or no evidence and like you know an investigation with no basis to to investigate. Also investigating something that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So speaking of witch hunt, by which I mean speaking of people that were treated in inhumane ways, there's still a lot more to discuss about the immigration this week. Like, oh yeah. Um, well, do you want to get down to the they... you want to get down to the immigration myths that we talked about? I. I still want to talk about, like, the Honduran father and uh, the baby cages and 
But they're I cute. Mean, but they're cute little baby cages. <laughs> yeah, so we have three warehouses, and we're working on a fourth one to house um, children 10 and under. It's uh, ages 10 years to 8 months are the uh, age range of people's being kept in the tender age facilities, is what they call it. Wait, is it T-I-N-D-E-R, like the dating site, like tender ages? So, like, you can tender match with an 8-month-old? Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Trump administration was working on that just to trigger the liberals. Well... You know, it comes I, down to you I'm know, you know who, you know who really triggered the liberals. You know who pushed this agenda, and you know why we're doing this. The real reason, right? Hmm. Because these these facilities are run by private companies that have lobbied the government. Because if we do a zero tolerance crackdown policy, they'll be paid tons of money wait, to uh, wait, detain these kids. Way way early on in the podcast, I brought up that uh, we'll eventually talk about the prison system, and I have quite a bit to say about that. Yeah. So that's definitely going to be something on our docket somewhere along the line. But that's, we'll, I mean, we'll that's to, uh, to get our ducks in the row first. Before yeah. We start talking on it. But we'll, we'll definitely. We'll yeah, make a it... lot of prison systems are super fucked up. They exist just to incarcerate people and keep them there forever because it's more profitable. Because yeah. whenever you're a business, you want to stay at capacity to make the maximum amount of maximum amount of profit possible. So if you're a prison with you know 500 cages, you want a thousand people there, two to a cage. Or more, um, but yeah. So, yeah, like, cram them in the closet. They 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 cracked down. They took away these kids from their parents because the Democrats, according to Trump, um, this is so. the Democrats' fault. He said that he did not have the power yeah. to fix it. That the Congress is going to have to do something, and then he fixed it with it's, an executive order. So yeah, it, it's it's his policy that he made, and the Democrats have no power right now. Yeah, he's like, it's the Democrats, because that's like his go-to thing. It's like, if he, he clearly thought it was bad if he was blaming someone else, but yeah. it's still his policy. He's just saying, no, it's not. It's theirs. Um, can we talk about his feckless cunt of a wife with her fucking jacket? Yes, yes. That was, um, fuck her. Jesus Christ, I can't believe she did that. Um, I love so, um, you know while we're so while we're um stealing children from their parents and by the way even at, oh you know the um well lay uh, out what happened order, because if people God, don't watch well, the if people don't watch the news they're not going to know why we're angry right, but, but, but one thing at a time though uh, the the executive order to stop separating children from their parents may do nothing because of the way it was worded and also they misspelled separating does that make the whole thing invalid I. Well, it, technically it doesn't, but there are some... The way it words it sort of finagles around the law, and it basically says you can't do what they already couldn't do, so is it really doing anything? And secondly, there's... Well, thirdly, I guess at this point, uh, like I was saying at the top of the podcast, there's no system in place to reunite kids with parents. We don't even know whose parents they are, and if they're the babies in the baby cages, they can't talk. They're never going to be able to say, my mama was in such and such, Papua New Guinea or something. No, we don't know whose parents they are, and we never will, so now we just have these immigrants that we're probably just going to deport when they're 18 years old. Right. But uh, whenever they've... To a country they've, they have no memory of because they were eight when they were stolen over here, they'll have no money, no connections, and then they'll just die on the street or join a gang. But that brings us to Melania... Or Mel Melanie. Melanie is her All right, so we talked about her before. Her. I felt a little bit bad for her because I felt like she was kind of a, a trapped trophy wife. You know she what I mean? She still could be. She could have been forced to wear that jacket. Um, Maybe, but at the same time, listen, like, you're never going to have a better platform to get out of a bad marriage than being the, f the fucking first lady. You know what I mean? 
Um, I also liked her reaction when Trump won. You know, he looked like ashen face. In the, in the book, Fire and Fury, they said when Trump won, his face just dropped, and he, he was all, like, like pale and ashen-faced. And apparently uh, Melania started crying. Yep. <laughs> it's like, ah, and the next president. And it's just like, what? And then, like, oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Um, yeah, because if anyone's listening was not aware, Trump never intended to win. The entire thing was always a publicity stunt. He was just trying to make more money from ABC for uh, The Apprentice because they wouldn't give him the raise he wanted because he's fucking broke because he's a shit businessman that inherited everything he owns from his father. But... Uh, whenever I he like started you, I calling like you... Mexicans rapists, they fired him. So then he was forced to keep going, push his popularity up to try and start Trump TV when he lost, and then he won. So now here we are. I do like that you tell his life story over every time we talk about something. Uh, well, I just want to make sure that everyone's well aware that the fascist fraud Putin's puppet is... Uh, I do like, though, that you've managed to condense it down to everything you need to know in, like, 20 seconds. Thank you. I've been practicing. Um, but, yeah, so uh, his 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 beaten trophy wife or whatever you want to call her uh went she to go be. she did disappear for 21 days which is about how long it takes for a black eye to heal i still don't know if i mean that's the thing though and someone else brought up a good point too i don't know if he actually beat her in the white house reason being that place has so many leaks you don't think someone would have been like oh yeah man he was beating the shit out of her i mean maybe it hasn't leaked yet but also probably would have leaked i don't know yeah. dude but like it leaks that, re- that thing's got more holes than a sponge you know the, the only reason I uh, I think he might have beat her is because without being prompted to do so, he said that he didn't. Yeah, you know what? That is kind of weird. Yeah, he he's he's that kind of really bad liar. Like he's a he lies a lot, but he's terrible at it. Yeah, yeah. The only reason uh, anyone believes him is because his uh, supporters are um, not exactly our best and brightest folks. Well, they're probably hitting their wives too. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so it's not that uh, they believe his lies. They're just like, oh, we hear what you're saying. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Anyway, so she goes to visit uh, the children in cages that her husband put there. And where it wore, she wore a jacket. And on the back of this designer jacket, uh, what did it say? It said, I don't care. Why should you? I really don't care. Do you? Yeah. Um, and it's just like, and everyone's like, what is the message she's trying to send? And he's like, eh, the fake media. It's not a message. Like, why would you wear that jacket then? She was a model. Like, she could wear anything in the world. Her people, or the White House said, oh, no, there was no message behind it. She just, uh, it's just a jacket. Don't worry about it. Then Trump said, oh, actually, there was a message. It's that the fake media is so fake and they're so full of lies. We don't even care about that anymore, though, do we, Melanie? Um, Yeah, so that was kind of like a... I don't know. Once, once more, the White House says one thing, Trump says another, and she's wearing a I don't really care jacket while going to see uh, immigrants that were ripped from their parents and will never get to see them again. Um, fun thing about that company, uh, I got to do more research into this, but uh, apparently they've made a couple other things. Like there's a little striped shirt with a Star of David on it that looks uh, reminiscent of what the Jews had to wear in concentration camps. Um, mm. So, yeah, that company's known for being pretty shitty and anti Semitic. Uh so, uh, let's see, another blurb I have right here. Uh, immigrant children as young as 14 housed in a juvenile detention center in Virginia say they were beaten while handcuffed and locked up for long periods in solitary confinement, left nude and shivering in concrete cells. That was from the Associated Press. Yep, and uh, the, uh, the, the what do you call it, from... the complex's lawyers are like, no, nah, no, nah, it didn't happen, that's all lies. And I go, that's weird that you would have to have lawyers to speak through to say that this abuse to children didn't happen, which leads me to believe that it probably did. 
Uh, here's another quote from a uh, Washington Post. Uh, a Honduran father separated from his wife and child suffered a suffered a breakdown at a Texas jail and killed himself in a padded cell last month. So Trump's monstrous policies are psychologically torturing people to death. Well, I'm kind of surprised that the, in Texas they didn't just kill him, him kill him themselves. Funny you should mention that because Texas is actually pushing for uh, the people are pushing for a new policy where they should be able to legally shoot immigrants on sight. How are, how gonna, are they supposed to? Yeah. yeah. How are you well, going to tell it's them? Well, he was Mexican, and he was coming from the South. What was I supposed to think, well, sir? That's like I said, uh, you know, uh, as, as the great Jeff Sessions said, if you even have a dark tan, you will be detained. If you have Mexican yeah. food, you will be detained. <laughs> Speaking of Mexican food, guess who had a very unpleasant Mexican meal recently? Oh, that made me so happy. Oh, uh, please tell the story. Uh, uh, what, what was her name? I don't have anything written down about. Oh God damn it! I was stalling because <laughs> I thought you had the name. Uh, yeah, she's she's in. Uh, what was her name? God, the, the person who's in charge of uh, homeland security at any rate. She, yeah, um, she's the one that's been speaking out about the immigrants and um, defending our monstrous policies. The reason why she's been speaking out about it is because Hucka Sanders refuses to talk about it. She refuses to defend it. Weird, right? Well, and also, she's on her. Hucka Sanders is on her way out anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, so this lady, after defending us putting kids oh, it in was, cages, it was, it was Kirsten Nielsen. Kirsten Nielsen. Yeah. After doing so, she uh, she decided to go and eat at a Mexican restaurant where she was recognized by the patrons, and they all started shouting shame at her, like in Game of Thrones. And they kept doing it. At first, she tried to ignore them, but. Because they kept doing it until she eventually got up and walked out of there. Good, yeah. You Shame don't get, indeed. See, you, they, don't, you they, don't get to deport Mexican people and then enjoy their delicious cuisine. In peace, right. Yeah. But I like how that was handled because no one laid a hand on her, no one threatened her, no one acted hostile to towards her. They all just chanted shame. Oh, apparently there's a guy right now in Pennsylvania that's on the run for threatening the president. Um, which is pretty fascinating. See if I can find this oh. guy's name. Uh Right, that's why we don't threaten people. We did on social media, too. <laughs> it's like, look, I mean, the Trump side of things is already pretending to be the victims enough as it is. If you actually start victimizing them, then that just plays into their narratives of, all the immigrants are coming for us. Here you go. Manhunt underway for central PA man accused of threatening to kill President Trump. U.S. Marshals are searching for the man accused of threatening President Trump and other officials. Uh, the 26-year-old Sean Christie of McAdoo, Pennsylvania, authorities say he could, he should be considered armed and dangerous. Um, he reportedly posted a social media post threatening to, quote, put a bullet in the head of President Trump. Quote, the post has been deleted. Uh, he also posted about Northampton County District Attorney uh, John Morganelli. Uh, yeah. They report that this isn't the first time he has been in trouble for making threats. Um, him and his father were sentenced to probation in 2012 for making hundreds of threatening phone calls to former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin and her attorney. <laughs> you know what? This guy's kind of cool. Um, you know, you shouldn't threaten people on social media. Uh, there was this. Um there was a case I heard about that was really horrifying of someone that threatened the life of a uh, a public official. He um he stood up in front of a crowd and cameras and was like, you know, if Hillary Clinton wins, there's nothing we could do about it, folks. Nothing we can do. 
well, maybe Second Amendment people can do something about it. And that person went on to become president. So, you know, that's like super fucked up. Yeah, you know, you got a good point there. Uh, anyway, I was, read, I was reading about this guy. I think one of my Facebook friends posted it. And all the comments under it were like, good man. He could stay at my house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell him to let me know if he needs a ride anywhere. I, I would I would probably try to distance myself from that. But, I mean, I don't know. I'd have a hard time writing him out if I knew where he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, so, um, let's talk about immigration, man. I mean, like, yep. like, let's talk about immigration myths. Oh, wow. Right. So, um, we found these wonderful websites and, uh, I would like to start us all on where Bob Dole stands on immigration in 1996. Oh, this is great. So we're going to do this segment, uh, every year called, uh, uh, this is our version of buttery, buttery, butter emails. Um, this is, uh, what did we come up? What was the word for buttery. this? But buttery dole. I don't know. Uh, butter emails refers to um, people that say but her emails whenever someone brings up anything bad about yeah. Trump. They're immediately like, well, what about Hillary? You know, because in 1937, she uh, she accepted a, a bribe from... Like, oh, God damn it. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Trump is right now putting children in cages, and you're talking about garbage that probably isn't even true, but whatever. I have no time to spend a hundred years debunking this person's myth because they can just go find another and goofy meme. This somewhere. is what we encourage you all to do. So the only way, because you can't, you know, like you we talked, we talked about earlier. Those people are not speaking to you in good faith. They're right, just those are not good faith speakers. Yeah. They're just either trolling or maybe they've heard, they've seen other people do this, and they think this is how you're supposed to debate. If you're on the side of uh, the deplorables, is you don't just uh, you don't actually engage with the person you're talking to, but rather you just post memes and say, well, what about Hillary? What about uh, you know Obama at this one time? Yeah. So uh, the idea is there's no end to whataboutism. You know what I mean? Right. So we have a new tool in the war on whataboutism. Uh, it's called uh, What About Bob Dole? Um, because yeah. we can't think of anything more annoying to bring up uh, because people vaguely remember Bob Dole, but they don't know a lot about him. Uh, so we found that there's nothing better to do when people are like, well, what about Hillary Clinton? We're like, well, what about Bob Dole and the Kemp campaign in 1996? Yep. And uh, so, yeah, this, what is about a, that? this is a weapon that we're going to so, use. Um, so did if, uh, did you, if know you don't know who Bob Dole is, he's the guy that ran against Bill Clinton when he ran for president the second time. Right, and did not win. He was a real old, like, wooden guy, like... Back before right, the Republicans his, um, like went crazy, they were just like, we're going to put this wooden man up and have him run for president. His most distinguished feature is that he talked about himself in third person a lot. Right. So he'd be like, Bob Dole says, and Bob Dole, and Bob Dole's about... Bob did he actually talk about himself in third person? Because I don't remember yeah. if that was a Family Guy joke or if he really did that. No, he really did that. Like, oh, that's I great. Everyone made that joke. I remember it being on Mad TV and The Simpsons and everything from back then. Well, let's talk about Bob Dole's stance on immigration during the Dole-Kemp campaign of 96. Uh, Bob Dole tells you that nearly 300,000 illegal aliens enter the United States each year. A flood of undocumented immigrants who sap precious American tax dollars and undermine the nation's security. Bob Dole will strengthen Border Patrol and streamline the deportation process. Did you know, Wilda, uh, that America is a nation of immigrants and that Bob Dole believes that America must continue to be the land of opportunity for those who enter the nation legally, work hard, and sacrifice to achieve a better life for themselves and their children? 
Ah, uh, yes, but however, Bob Dole does not believe that immigrants who have entered the United States illegally should be entitled to government welfare services and other benefits. Bob Dole supports strengthening the Border Patrol and streamlining the deportation process for illegal aliens. So, you know, the way he says that, it sounds like Bob Dole just wants to put a greased-up slide on the border. <laughs> and then we just send we just send immigrants just, just like, right back across. Like, that's all I can think of. What do you, what do you mean by streamlined? Like, how are you going to streamline it? The, uh, that just sounds like, you know, removing regulations and red tape so that we don't have to, like, um, make sure that someone's a Mexican before we uh, send them away. So if you have a tan, you might be deported. Oh, yeah, that whole, like, if you've ever found yourself thinking about how delicious tortilla chips are, you will be detained. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my favorite part on this whole Bob Dole immigration thing is uh, his whole Bill Clinton and his administration are soft on the legal immigration. Yet now everyone's going, but Bill Clinton started the process that Trump's doing. Where were you in 1996? And to that I reply, I was in like fourth grade, you asshole. Let's see, I was 13. I'd have been in eighth grade. Wait, was I in fourth grade? How much older uh, are you than me? I'm thirty. I'm old as that. I'm thirty-two. I'm old How old are you right now? Thirty-four, going on thirty-five in uh, a month. Less Wait, than a month. so then that means I should have been in like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, you'd yeah. have been in that ballpark. Yeah, unless you were held back a lot. Anyway, point being, yeah, I was in sixth grade, so that's where I was, guys. And you're like, well, where were you during the Clinton administration? Where were you during the Dole Kemp campaign of '96? That's what I say to you. I was watching Barney. So God, the, I do I do remember that show, Barney. That was the worst. You wanna hear like me rant and rave, be the shouty radio person on the muckrakers? They used to turn that shit on every morning at uh in elementary school. I hated it. God it was awful. Uh yeah, I didn't watch that in elementary school because I watched that in daycare. Like that wasn't a thing we watched in elementary school. I don't know why. I figured that that would be like for much younger children, but they disagreed. So Bob Dole brought up some great points about immigrants I wanted to talk about. Immigrants don't pay taxes. That's, uh, yeah, see, this brings us to um, an article we found, Five Immigration Myths Debunked from 2014, actually. This is, like, the most popular things that Republicans throw around, like um, that they don't pay taxes, for instance. That's myth number one. That's actually incorrect. Collectively, they pay an estimated $10.6 billion to state and local governments. And here's the thing. If you're going to shrink your tax base, you're going to hurt your fucking government. You want right. to have as wide a tax base as possible because that's revenue. And that's... And they also... Not only that, but they also pay into Social Security, but they don't get anything back out of it. You know, we're always saying, they drained the system. Well, the deplorables are always saying, they drained the system. They act, well, that not leads only do in... they not drain the system, but they swell the system artificially because they're paying into taxes and they don't get any benefits back out of it. Well, that it. brings you up to the point, myth two, is that they don't pay into Social Security. If they're paying taxes, they're paying into Social Security. You can't pay taxes and not pay into Social Security. But like you said, they're never going to be collecting that. Right, because undocumented immigrants do not qualify for welfare, food stamps, Medicaid, which is myth and most number, other public benefits. Which is myth number three. They drain the system. Undocumented immigrants do not qualify for welfare, food stamps, Medicaid, and other public benefits. These programs require proof of legal immigration status, and under the 1996 welfare law, 
Even legal immigrants cannot receive these benefits until they have been in the United States for more than five years. So if that's if you are a legal immigrant. If you are legal, you are paying into a system for five years before you can draw anything out of it. Yeah. So, and I mean, we also have to remember that they're coming over here and doing all the shittiest jobs, which is also basically like uh, non-government subsidization of uh, these farming jobs that just can't exist without them. Because here they are having to uh, pick crops for pennies on the hour. Myth number four, they take American jobs. Exactly. They took my derp! So the idea that like the immigrant jobs can be filled by hardworking Americans has been disputed by an overwhelming number of economic research studies and data. Nobody's doing these jobs that immigrants do. No. No, like I can't even find them. I looked for them a while back whenever I was just curious about it, and I couldn't find them anywhere around here until I uh, sort of spotted one on like the outskirts, and I started to look into it, and you've got to be there at like 5 in the morning, and I was like, nah. No, nah, that's all right. I'm not getting up that early. Well, the problem is, like, I think about where we grew up, you know. You had a very large migrant population, uh, and you had a lot of, like, little stores and restaurants that I believe they they only survived because the migrant population swelled, you know, like, the town, right? Right. You, you take all those people away, and now you take a bunch of people that are working jobs and putting money. Because where do you think they eat? You know what I mean? Like, where do you think they get their food from? Like, where do they go out? Like, they're spending money in your economy. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're just sending their money back home. So you think they're just working and then sending every dollar they have, like, back to Mexico? That, that'll work out for them for about three months, and they all starve to death. Yeah. Like, or die from the elements before then. Yeah, that's not happening. That's not how it goes. Um, oh, right. my favorite myth which, number five. Which, you know, with, the, with, with immigration, it's just a matter of following the law. Many yeah, Americans no. want immigrants to enter the country legally. I don't believe that anyone who says that has ever said it in good faith, not once. So, right? Like, yeah. n- not unless the person saying it is really foolish or has never actually looked into it at so all. So I'm going like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drop some personal uh, 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 info on you. And God help me if they... Uh, I'll try to be as vague about as possible. But somebody I know... Uh, married an immigrant, um, and then uh, I saw online the other day complained about like, well, uh, you know, my immigrant husband did it uh, legally. Why can't they? And I'm like, because he fucked his way into the country, you fucking moron. It's easy to marry in. Do you think everybody's got somebody to marry their way in? Nope. Yeah, I mean, he got married and then like three or four years later became a citizen and could go over, right? So it took an ash. I mean, they were date. They were dating for uh, 15, 16, 17 years. Something yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. It took an astronomical amount of time. If an immigrant's family is starving to death in their home country right now, do you think the guy's going to be like, okay, wife, I need to find a different lady, and in like 20 well, years this, these kids are going to be I got a number for you that I like. The immigration line is 4.4 million people long. Uh, the wait can be years to decades. In some countries, such yeah. as the Philippines and Mexico, people have been waiting over 20 years for approval of a family-sponsored visa. Why don't they come over legally? I don't know, because they don't have 20 fucking years to wait. Yeah. That's, uh, that's basically the long and short of it. Now, if you ask what my opinion is, I believe that uh, borders only exist for cowards, and that's yeah. it. I say dissolve the borders, right? Just let people come and go as they want. That really would be my ideal world, and I know that that's also what the uh, the deplorables are afraid of, that that's what liberals will push for. Well, here's the news 
here's um interesting fact about that. I have no power, right? Like I'm not going to be pushing for that, and neither is anyone else in Congress because our our Democratic Party is like hard right wing Republican these days. There's uh there's very few Democrats left in Congress because they all had to become blue dogs or drown. Well, my whole thing is, and I, we've talked about this before, but uh, I think the way to fix the immigration process is everybody in the United States has to compete. Did I talk about this on the last podcast, how they have to compete for their citizenship? No, no, you just you spoke on the phone about it. Uh, so, yeah, so here's how here's my way, the, muck, muck, the muckraker way to fix immigration. We set up a ninja warrior gym. Uh, every, one of the, every, every United States citizen over the age of 18 has to has is given a date and time they have to attend this gym and on the other at this gym is the uh immigrant who wants to jump the line and enter now right so right. what they have to do is they have to uh beat your score on the ninja warrior gym uh and there'll also be like a citizenship exam and we'll kind of see who has the higher combined score but yeah so if you lose um, to the immigrant that you're paired with, and the pairing is completely random, uh, except for maybe age groups. You know, maybe we'll have age groups, so we'll have like an 80-year-old man versus an 80-year-old man, you know what I mean? Yeah, keep it fair. Yeah, we'll keep it fair. But uh, if you lose to the immigrant, they get your citizenship and all your shit, and you go back to Honduras. Yep. Adios. And you're all like, well, I've never been to Honduras before. And, you know, those, uh, those eight-year-old, I mean, those eight-month-olds have basically never been to Honduras. They're not going to know what the hell it is when they're 18 years old. Well, what about the told, Dreamers? Well, you got to go to Honduras. What about the Dreamers? Oh, the Dreamers, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of them what about the Dreamers who are like, yeah, I've been here my whole life, dude. I don't, I don't want to go to Honduras because I've never I been there. I nearly forgot that uh, Trump fucked them over, too. Yeah. He dicks over everybody. Yeah, so that's how I feel like we fix immigration. We set up a Ninja Warrior gym and all these people that are like, well, why don't they just do it legally? Then I can be like, well, why don't you just be better at competing for your citizenship? Or be best, as Melanie says. Yeah, fucking... Are we sure that she's yeah. a human? No, but uh, also, have I... Um, oh, I've not brought this up yet. Are you ready for something that'll either boil or chill your blood, or both? Uh, I'm going to guarantee I've probably heard it, but you know you can always hit me with it. Is this your That's Cute News for the day? Yeah, you know, it could be. Yeah, let's say this is our That's Cute News for the week. All right, what's cute? The uh, so in the White House we used to have a bunch of portraits of uh, various world leaders, our closest oh, allies. Yes. President of France, President of uh, Germany, President, President Macron, the... uh, Merkel, President of Canada, Mr. Well, Trudeau, Prime Minister, you know, Mr. Trudeau, Trudeau, who's very mean to me. Well, all those pictures have been taken down and replaced with pictures of Kim Jong Un. Yeah, you know, um, I like all the people that are like, our president did a historic thing. I saw a clip from Fox News, and they go, no other president has had the vision or the courage to dare that. I'm like, fuck you all. And uh, what was cool about the video was it was a side-by-side comparison with North Korean propaganda. <laughs> and so they were saying the exact same shit as Fox News was saying about Trump, about Kim Jong-un. They were like, never has a president with such because vision. And and uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, he is so handsome. Uh, yeah, here on Fox News, we'd like to say he is so handsome. Like, it was crazy. Like, they were reading off the same script. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. 
we don't want to legitimize someone who kills his own people, murders his own uncle, um, slays his way into power. We don't want to legitimize a little troll like that by putting him on the same level as our president until we have a president that's way down there on his level. And that's whenever Trump slugs his way over there like Jabba well, the Hutt. Think about it, though. Honestly, man, on paper, they're kind of the same guy. Oh yeah, they're absolutely the same. They, I mean, they were they born inherited in... everything from their father, and they have shitty little haircuts. And they, yeah, they were they basically were born into wealth and privilege. Uh, they hurt a lot of other people. They don't seem to have any any empathy. Um, they just want power. Uh, yeah, they're like the same guy. Yeah, but the reason why no one has ever tried to uh, talk to North Korea before is, well, A, I mean, Fox News would have lost their shit if Obama tried that. They'd been like, he's palling around with terrorists. He's talking to dictators. Trump does it. It's all like, oh, he's such a visionary. God bless him. Yeah. Uh, so there's no proof that the uh, North Koreans, by the way, have done anything to been to dismantle the nuclear stuff. Which I knew they would because yeah, he didn't. Trump, they didn't sign anything saying that they would. He Trump lied about that. Yeah. Well, because he operates in sound bites. The same with these children. Everybody was really pissed off, and he's Fortu- like, fortunately, he also lied about. Um, us stopping those um, drills with uh, South Korea, we're still doing those, and the military has officially announced, no, we're still doing those. Yeah, that's that's so why... even the military kind of ignores the commander-in-chief these well, days. Well, that's why people were very upset that he said that, and I'm like, yeah, but he lies about everything, so he's not going to do that either. Right. He's probably forgotten about it by now, right? Like, right. He doesn't have object permanence like a toddler. As soon as he stops thinking about it, it's gone. Yeah. He's like, where's my two scoops of ice cream? It's like peekaboo. You could be like, Hi, put your hands over your eyes and then go, boo, oh, where'd you come from? Oh, no. And then like, <laughs> oh, he went away. Where'd he go? Oh, he's back. Yeah, you're right. He has no And then you like j- jiggle your keys in front of him and he's like, oh, yay. Bigly. Like, so shiny. Um, do you, I was thinking the other day, do you think he was trying to say big league when he said bigly? Yeah. I just, that never occurred to me. I thought he just made up a new word. I went, oh, he was trying to say big league. Yeah, he's just, he's, I don't know. He, he has a fat throat. Anyway, one more thing. So we, we were pretty close to the end here. We don't have he, a, Go ahead. I, I did go back to that clip after hearing that he was trying to say big league, and I listened to it several times very slowly, very carefully listened to it. And the very first time he was ever known as known to have said bigly, he really did say big league. Mm-hmm. It's just really hard to hear it. Right. Um, so I got one more thing to throw in there as we're talking about, you know, the, the immigration debate. So the whole point with immigration is, and the only reason against it is because immigration is a convenient boogeyman. Immigrants yes. are, you know, I mean, immigrants are the others, you know, they're coming over here to steal your wealth and rape your women and, you know, fuck your children or whatever. Like, so it's this yeah. fear of the other that doesn't make sense, but but it gets the Republicans' votes because it works on their base. It works on their base. Their base right. believes it. and so, and so, But the Republicans know that without these immigrants, businesses will be fucked, and businesses are the people that pay the Republicans' paychecks, right? Like, they are definitely yeah. the, the party of big business. Well, that's why we talk about, you know, we crack down on immigration at the border and da-da-da-da-da, but we don't actually go, like, nail businesses to the wall for hiring illegal immigrants um and like you know paying you know, like we don't go after right. the businesses the, and yeah and I, and I would say that we should except I don't think we should I, I don't think either we should just you know let them keep doing what they're doing if you wanted to do anything instead of an immigration raid on a place you just set up a system so that to get hired uh you can't work unless like you I mean we already you already have to have like a social and stuff to get paid above the table but like you still yeah. hire you know illegal immigration anyway like it's just 
you know, like immigrant labor is a thing that like our economy cannot exist without. We just need to find a way to streamline it. I've always said, why don't we just start issuing temporary work visas like crazy uh, so you can come over here for a period of time and make it real easy. You know, we vet you, whatever. Like that way you can pay taxes, da-da-da-da-da. It's legal, but then you got to go back home at some point. It may not be forever, but like you got to go back home so you can come back, right? That means you can come in the United States, you can work for a while, but you got to either keep getting it renewed right. or whatever and then go back. Just make it easy. Like, I mean, it's 75% of uh, our legal immigrants today or undocumented workers today uh, came over here on a visa and just overstayed. Yeah, so, just, I mean, e- just, even if they did build that stupid wall, even if they stole all the children, that's only blocking at most 25%. Right. Well, here's the other thing that's about to happen. Mexico is so pissed off they're having an election right now. Apparently, Mexico stops over half of the immigrants heading to our border because they have to come through Mexico. So Mexico is going to stop working with us on border security. So that means that the humanitarian crisis at our border is about to get a whole lot bigger. Oh, yeah, good job, Trump. Because the Mexicans are fucking not going to stop people coming through their country. But, yeah, fucking take a run at it, buddy. Mm. You know? Um, but here's the other thing about, about immigration. Immigration is a positive force. Human migration is a positive thing. And the idea that, like, humans haven't always been constantly migrating and immigrating from one area to the other is insane. We are migratory uh, by nature. We go to a place of plenty. When it become, when it runs out or doesn't work, we go to another place. That's humans have always done that. So the idea, like it's something new and scary, is to deny our own nature as humans. Yep. You know. So, you know, we've talked about this before, but the other thing happening in the United States right now, as countries get richer, the populations tend to get older. They live longer. They have less kids, right? But who supports the old? The very young. But when you have less kids, you're less able to support the old, right? Right. So Also, interesting study I just heard today is that uh, white people are not reproducing enough to, um, to support the current number of them. So the population of white people will start to decrease in America soon. Well, I, t- I actually talked to my girlfriend about this, who's a, uh, like a numbers genius. Like, she looks at... She looks at um, like trends in data, like Neo looking at the Matrix and go, oh, this is what this means. Uh, we were actually talking about it. So to, I believe, to keep a sustainable population, you need to be having three kids per person. That means like one to replace each one of the parents and an extra one to grow the population, right? Right. Well, so we're so far down that what's going to happen is like, you know, uh, exponentially white people are going to disappear, um, like the way she explained it is like we're not even we're not even keeping it at replacement level, so we're not even replacing like mom and dad. Right. Um, I think that yeah. the article I mean, reads doesn't bother me because the human race, you know, overall is still doing fine. Just you know, and plus, I, you know, white people seem to be the cause of almost every problem in the last. You know, they do, and I'm years. a white guy, but like you look throughout history, and you go, it's always white people. Yeah. What is wrong with white people? Who invented this? Uh, it's like that. There's a Beyonce song called "Who Rules the World," uh, "Who Runs the World," girls. But I'm like, I feel like that about like who, who, who ruins, who ruins the world? Whites. Who, who started the slave trade? Whites. Like who, who, who like ruins everything? It is fucking white people, like white, like Western European descended peoples. Yeah, and people like uh, Jeff Sessions is trying to push back against uh, us being pushed back, but yeah. I'm trying to lock them all up, but people are fighting. So the idea is that if you want to see the survival of your country 
and you want to see uh, old people like because Social Security means that you need more young yeah, people yeah, than old right. people. Yeah, that would actually be a good way to balance out the uh, baby boomer problem. Yeah, is to let more immigrants come in, but the baby boomers are the ones pushing them back out, yeah. which is going to fuck over the younger p- the generations that are actually going to be here way after the old people are all dead. Yeah. So they're the ones that are like fucking us on multiple fronts. One by they're just too well, many you of see them, it. and two by they're stopping us from fixing the problem. Well, hopefully we'll see the problem Damn. happen in other more developed countries first, like uh, like Japan and stuff, and we're going to see that immigration is the key to fixing that. You know, and that's uh, just speaking of xenophobia. Um, I, I mean, as much as I love Japan, I do hear that they do have a bit of a problem with xenophobia over there, like more than America does. Yeah, but they do, but they're going to have to fix it because it's the only way their country's going to survive. They, they also have a sex phobia over there, which is weird. Yeah, they also but, have like, a... a lot, a whole lot of uh, the, the newer or younger generations are just terrified of sex and they don't want anything to do with it. Well, then they're def- that's been a problem for a while. And they're definitely going to need some immigrants. But anyway, that's a that's uh that's our time, man. That is our that is our show for today. Woot! We made it. Yeah, I hope that you guys listening have learned a little bit something about immigration. And whenever someone's like, "They're just a drain on our resources," I'm like, "You'll you'll just simply go, you know what? Uh, Bob Dole in 1996 <laughs> felt that the allocation of resources should go towards streamlining the deportation process." Well, what about uh, Bob Dole in um, 1996 when he? Yeah, right. So, do, um, do you do you really believe listening? that Bob Dole uh, disclosed all of his can, can, campaign contributors? Oh, hashtag, hashtag do it Dole. Hashtag who's uh fucking hashtag who's paying for Dole? You know what yep. I mean? So uh, this week, new Mrs. B boards out. Check out the um, YouTube.com/slash Thriftington Post for uh, Mrs. B board episode seven. Finally got back around to that after nice. all these weeks. That's something I actually, actually want to uh, start releasing along with our podcasts. It's a uh, new B-board shows. We'll new see. B-board. We'll see what happens. Uh, and as always, you guys can find us on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, wherever podcasts are found. Uh, YouTube is our, we're pretty big on that. Uh, if you if you listen to us, you like what you see, uh, refer us to a friend, man. Help us uh, help us reach a wider audience because I'm really I'm really trying to get us to where we're getting hate mail. That's all I want out of this, you know? Hey, more than just our Twitter account, because it gets plenty of hate mail from, uh, well, hate comments from all kinds of people. That's fun. Yeah. Of course, that's 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 why I don't read the comments there anymore. Uh, you know, I guess, uh, I guess if nothing else, man, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, go out and give your, give your job to an immigrant. They deserve it, and they work hard. Hey, <laughs> and if you disagree with that, send your hate mail to... Oh, God, what's our email account? I believe we're oh, those the... muckrakers at gmail.com. That's the one. Yeah, please send us your hate mail. Uh, and uh, go on iTunes and give us a five-star rating out of... I... Just to be ironic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you like us, go there and give us five stars because you like us. Or if you really hate us, give us one star. I don't care. Uh, send G- us. Give us enough scores that we actually have a rating. If right you now, want, if you want, email us a picture of the immigrant who took your job, <laughs> and we'll find him and congratulate <laughs> him. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the uh, in the words of a comedian, uh, Doug Stanhope, um, if a if a if a guy that just crossed the desert speaks no English and has no education can hop a wall and steal your job, well, you should be embarrassed and shut the fuck up because clearly you're not doing that great.